The Arab Spring revolutions began in Tunisia. The protests there began after a street vendor frustrated by government corruption set himself on fire. Today, almost a year later, there was a similar incident in Tunisia. This time it was an unemployed man who immolated himself. It's a reminder of the challenges still facing Tunisia's new democratically elected government. The government is headed by the formerly banned Islamist party called Inakhda. It bills itself as a moderate Islamist party. But as Ben Gilbert reports, some Tunisians fear that's not the case. Sumaya Ganoushi was 12 years old when her family fled Tunisia. Her father, Rashid Ganoushi, has led the Tunisian Islamist political party in Nahda, which means Renaissance, for two decades. The Ganoushi family lived in exile until last January, when the Tunisian uprising drove former dictator Zine al-Abedin Ben Ali into exile. It was a very emotional time when we came back. And, you know, since then... More incredible things have been happening in Tunisia, and we're really grateful to be able to witness those events. The first incredible thing was the way people greeted her father's return to Tunisia after more than 20 years in exile. Thousands gathered at Tunis's airport on January 30th when Ganoushi arrived. Ten months later, Tunisians held their first free and fair elections since the country gained independence from France in 1957. Anahda won 40% of the seats in parliament. Sumaya Ganoushi says Anahda's success in the election is partly due to its history over the past few decades. It's been at the forefront of, of the struggle against dictatorship. It's given many sacrifices. And even though there was no organized structure uh, on the ground before uh, the revolution because of the crackdown on the party, the repression, people still kept their you know, allegiance uh, to the party. And once they were able to express that after the revolution, then and they did so. And uh, very quickly, uh, you know, the, they organized themselves. Sumaya Ganoushi is one of those who stepped up to the plate. Dressed conservatively in a bulky coat and hijab wrapped tightly around her head, she is a practicing, observant Muslim and a professional woman. She says Nahda is one of the most progressive political parties in the Arab world, Islamist or otherwise. We've said very clearly that we believe it's not... Uh, the duty or the right of the state or the state's business to interfere in people's personal choices, what they wear, what they drink, what they eat, uh, how they live. We do not believe in a theocracy that imposes any particular beliefs or thoughts or ideas or lifestyles on people. Tunisia is by far the most secular country in the region. After independence, women were given the right to vote and to be elected to parliament, to earn equal wages to men and to divorce, among other things. Ganoushi says Anahda looks to protect and advance these aspects of Tunisian society. We want to strengthen uh, the, the gains made by Tunisian women. We are proud of those gains. Uh, we want to develop them uh, further. Since the party's founding, Anahda's leadership has also disavowed violence and endorsed tolerance and pluralism. Sumaya Ganucci and other party officials say they look to countries like Turkey, Indonesia, and Malaysia as models for the role Islam can play in the state. But there are plenty of skeptics. Even among religious Tunisians, there is an uneasiness with an Islamist party, no matter how moderate, in power. Salah Bashare says he didn't like the idea of mixing religion and the state and didn't vote for them. I was afraid that in Nahda, if they would win, they would be narrow-minded and extremist, he says. And you should know that I'm a Muslim and I love Islam, but I don't want people to push me to do things and to order me to do things. Religion is between me and God, he says. 
and Ahda dismisses these fears, saying it's the same old propaganda about Islamists that regional dictators have always thrown around. But some Tunisians would welcome a truly Islamist government. A picture of Islam's holiest site, the Kaaba in Mecca, adorns the walls of a grocery store in a middle-class neighborhood outside Tunis. 29-year-old Barikh Hathnawi says he voted for Anahda because he wants the party to impose moral order on society. We want them to stop bad language on the streets, he says. You go on the street with your sister or mother and hear bad words out there. The government should stop this, he says. They need to also stop other bad things, like people drinking alcohol in the street and girls wearing short skirts, he continues. Hafnawi is from the south, where Tunisians are more conservative. He says people there voted for Anahda for many of the same reasons he did. People in the cities are more open-minded, but in the south they are more conservative, he says. For example, if I saw my sister with a cigarette, I would kill her. This is why people voted for Anahda in the south, to stop girls from wearing short skirts and these kind of things. Still, even Hathnawi doesn't think women should be obligated to wear the veil. Ziad Mahersi, the head of the Tunisian news website Tunisia Live, says he doesn't think Anahda has a plan to drastically change society. He says most people probably voted for Anahda because they see them as honest, not because of how they practice Islam. Besides, he says, Anahda realizes that the country faces huge issues. What we need right now is 750,000 jobs. And these people uh, are aware of the challenges of the working poor in Tunisia. I think uh, most of the Tunisians are going to judge on the capacity of Nahda to create jobs and to allow uh, the Tunisian economy to uh, flourish versus the, the religious aspect of things. Anahda is also part of a diverse governing coalition. Their partners are two determinedly secular parties, and party leader Rashid Ghanoushi seems eager to continue the Western-friendly traditions that have been hallmarks of Tunisia's foreign policy and to put Western governments at ease about his party's newfound position. On his first visit to the U.S. since the Tunisian elections, he visited two conservative Washington think tanks late last month. For The World, I'm Ben Gilbert. If you want to look back on all the protests we've covered since the Arab Spring started in Tunisia, check out our interactive map, The World in Protests. It's at theworld.org.